Euro 2020-21 on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, simulcasting on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by Winbet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is a straightforward way to take care of your erectile dysfunction. Just go to getroman.com slash SGP to get $15 off your first month of treatment. That's getroman.com slash SGP. Also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com and the promo code SGP. Finally, we're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Our app is now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. The SGPN app gives you easy access to our picks, podcasts, and it's the exclusive place to enter all our contests, including our $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or the Google Play Store today. You are listening to your Euro 2020 preview here for the group stage. Match day two, the second half of the games here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. To get all of my plays, head over to lockbetting.com. I have now delivered my clients 96 months in a row of transparent crap profit. That means for eight years, I haven't had a losing month and I have tracked every single one of them over at lockbetting.com. The pinned tweet at the Twitter account at SGP Soccer is always the previous month. You can still come along for the 97th month in a row here, still getting value by signing up in June because we have Wimbledon at the end of the month. We have all of Euro 2020 to come. We've only played um, one and a half match days so far. We have Queen's Club going at the moment with the tennis. We are winning money in the NBA. We are winning money in the NHL. We are 100% this year with our one-unit plays in the MLB. Nobody else can say that. We made money at the weekend with the UFC, and we are on a good boxing run as well. So head over to lockbetting.com. I am covering these games here from the hospital. I had major, major leg surgery yesterday from a leg break that I suffered playing football ankle dislocated and uh, dislocated my ligaments damaged my cartilage ripped out some tendons and broke the bones in my leg everything has been put back together with nuts and screws I had my surgery this morning and um, I am on a bit of morphine and stuff now so this one isn't really going to flow and it also isn't going to be as long as other shows either this is just a case of making sure we fulfill our responsibility here to cover every single game here for Euro 2020 Tomorrow begins with Sweden versus Slovakia, where Sweden are available at 10 to 11. It's 12 to 5 on the draw and it's 18 to 5 on Slovakia. 
Not surprisingly, Poland, with their poor form, found it difficult to break the Slovaks down. I, I kind of predicted that here on the show. I don't think that Poland are as good as people think. Sweden, obviously, coming off that result against Spain, where they had 15% of the ball and managed to get a draw. Obviously, I think we'll see a different Sweden team here, and I think they will be able to build on that win against Spain and win this game, which will actually take them above Slovakia with the win. These Swedes have won four of their last six games, scoring 10 goals in the process, and Slovakia have never won against Sweden, losing three of their six previous encounters. Now, that's not overwhelming data because it does mean that Slovakia have drawn half of them and this is a real possibility that this game could be a draw. What I do believe is this game will be tight. Uh, much like we saw with the first Sweden game, I think Slovakia themselves tried to remain tight and compact against the Poles and were very, very good on the break. I think Sweden will sit in a bit deep and be wary of that. The Swedish team have kept clean sheets in five of the last six matches, including last time against Spain, despite them 15% of the ball. And there have been under two and a half goals in Sweden's last five European Championship games. So I lean Sweden on the money line, but I lean even more strongly here towards the under. I don't think there'll be goals in this game as Slovakia try and win it on the break. And Sweden will probably be the team in the ascendancy here, trying to chase the three points off the back of their draw. Uh, Sweden could feasibly draw this game as well and try and complete um, qualification in their final game against Poland. They might not even need to win that one either. With three teams going through, three draws could be enough. We just don't know how this one's going to play out here. But um, I'm going to go for under two and a half goals in this one. It is available at four to six. Up next, we look at Croatia versus the Czech Republic, where Croatia are available here at five to four. It's twenty-three to ten to draw, and it's twelve to five on the Czech Republic. This is actually a, a tough game to call because the Czechs looked pretty good against Scotland, and uh, Croatia looked relatively poor against England. Now, our futures need Czech Republic, uh, sorry, need Croatia to go through, but I'm very, very worried about what I saw especially at the attacking end of the field. And it wouldn't surprise me to see the Czech Republic be able to hold out against Croatia. They might even be able to score a goal, which would mean Croatia are chasing the game. And uh, I just don't see two goals in the Croatia team that I saw against England. Despite people are really talking up that England performance, I thought it was a poor performance by the Croats here. Uh, Croatia have only won two of the last 10 matches, whereas the Czech Republic have now lost two of the last eight games. And uh, Patrick Schick has scored three goals in his last two appearances for the Czech Republic, including the goal of the tournament. Three of Croatia's last six games have been 1-0 defeats, with five of Croatia's last six games having featured less than three goals. So, as I said, I think it's difficult for, for me to see Croatia scoring a plethora of goals here. And I think this one could be another under game, as the Czechs will be happy with a point, and Croatia desperately need a win. But whether they have that penetrative penetrability here from what we saw in the first game yes they still have a, a high quality midfield we've seen that despite the fact they are getting to a, the wrong side of 100 with a combined age and, and England were given a lot of praise for how they overran a, a very aging midfield let's be honest but they still have the ability and the quality to control the ball but they have nothing up top when you're when you're missing Mandzukic who, who hasn't really been a top player for a while and that's kind of what you're looking at and saying we don't have Mandzukic anymore that that's concerning we've seen goals in the Czech Republic through Patrick Schick and um, I mean for a long time Czech Republic were a better team than Croatia it's only really been over the last decade where the Croats I think would be considered a better team but perhaps these two teams are in, in a moment where they're switching places. And it's really weird to say that because the last World Cup final featured Croatia. But Croatia looked like a poor side and I think people are very much overestimating that England victory. So I'm going to go for under 
two and a half goals in this one as my strongest play. And um, don't be surprised to see the Czech Republic get something here from this game, uh, especially how, how the Czechs looked in that first game and how the um, Croatians looked in their first game against England. Up next, we look at England next. They're at home to Scotland, where they're the 1-3 favourites. It's 17-4 to draw, and it's 19-2 on Scotland. I can make absolutely no case for, for, for Scotland here. England should win out this group, even with some rotation. And I actually expect some rotation already from England, given the likes of Jack Grealish and maybe Marcus Rashford some game time tomorrow. I still think England will win this game. There's rumours that Harry Maguire will be back in the team, which will only strengthen England up at the back. And um, I don't see Scotland scoring here in this game. So England to nil is my play here at even money. England have won the last seven matches. Uh, England have won the last seven matches, and six of them have been to nil. Whereas Scotland have only won two of the last eight matches. Uh, Harry Kane, who's tipped to be England's top goal scorer and started as the tournament favourite, will have the chance to score goals here tomorrow. Um, he scored 23 goals in the Premier League this season and has scored in all eight of England's 2020 qualifiers. Obviously, that was just a one-nil win in a scrappy, tight game in the heat at the weekend and um, this one will be played in the evening so it'll be a little bit cooler so perhaps England will look a little bit more impressive England have actually won the last three games in a row to nil and four of England's last five games have had under two and a half goals so England despite being a very solid attacking team and known for being more attacking than defending with more defensive concerns and attacking concerns they have sort of got into this pattern of winning the last three games one nil and uh, I think they'll do a bit better than that tomorrow not too high on the Scots but I do think they'll win with a clean sheet again Moving on to Saturday's games, we look at Hungary versus France, where France are the clear favourites here at 1-3. It's 17-4 the draw and it's 11-1 here on Hungary. Hungary tried their very, very best to contain Portugal and I see a very, very similar game here where Hungary will sit in, try and contain the French team and the French team will break through. I'm not sure it'll be as late as the Portuguese did. But I still think that it'll be pretty much a similar type of game. And we'll see that for a third time as well when Hungary go up against the Germans. A real easy play here for me will be to take France to win and under four and a half goals. I do think that it will take some time to break this team down. But once they get the breakthrough, depending on when it is, if it's as late as a Portugal game, this will cash easily. If it's in the first half, this may get a little bit sweaty for you. But either way, I think even if France do end up going two, three goals ahead in this in this game, they're looking at the rest of the tournament. They're looking at this as a potential winner. So there is no, no need or benefit to put your foot down. The top three teams go through. Um, France will be in a really strong position to win this group. They'll only need one more point if they do manage to win this game, which I expect them to do so. So there's no need, as I said, to put your foot down to that extent and trying to run up any kind of score. Plus, Hungary are a difficult team to break down. We saw how they played against Portugal. They've also got the home advantage as well. There's going to be 60,000 Hungarians here in Budapest cheering them on. So it's not going to be a foregone conclusion in terms of France winning this easily. Although I do think it may be a foregone conclusion in terms of France winning overall. Up next, we look at what is unquestionably the game of match day two. Some people will say it's England versus Scotland because of the rivalry, but if you're looking at quality teams here, it's Portugal versus Germany. Portugal travel to Germany here, despite being listed as the favourite, so they are the 11-5 underdog. It's 23-10 to to draw, and it's 5-4 to on Germany. Um, I'm going to fade 
Germany here as a favourite. I do see Portugal getting something from this game, which will make them safe into the next rounds. Portugal have lost just twice since their 2018 World Cup exit to Uruguay. Germany have won one of their last four matches, including two home defeats, and one of those was against North Macedonia. And Cristiano Ronaldo, who scored two goals in his opening game, has now scored 43 goals for club and country this season. Both teams have scored in three of Germany's last four matches, so I do fancy Portugal to find a net here, and Portugal are unbeaten in their last seven fixtures. Just because Germany at home doesn't mean that they'll solve this puzzle. They couldn't solve the puzzle of France. Arguably, France are better than Portugal, but I just don't see Germany winning this game. I think Germany might be able to get a point and get it down to that final game, beat Hungary, get four points and get through to the next round. I did predict at the start of the tournament that everybody would get through in Group F. That's why we have the long-term future on Group F to provide us with the tournament winner. Um, but I just see a, a, a draw here or, or, or maybe even a Portugal win, which will put Germany in real trouble. Um, Portugal on the double chance represents too much value for me here at four to six in this one. Final game we're going to look at here is Spain versus Poland, where Spain are the one to three favourites. It's 19 to five the draw and it's 17 to two on the Poles. What can you really say about Spain? Poland looked poor against Slovakia, although they did get back in that game. They then lost it with 10 men. And Spain, they looked really good without scoring. So then did they really look good at all? It's a very confusing conundrum here with Spain because as a Spain backer in terms of me taking Spain to win their group as almost an autoplay with Spain being um, the easily the best team in a group and having home advantage the whole way. I did add this group play to parlays and I'm concerned when a team has 85% of the ball and doesn't win. Um, one thing I will factor into this is the fact they did have 85% of the ball and didn't give away too many chances. They did give away one in the first half where Sweden actually hit a post, which is crazy when you think about it. But overall, that came from an individual error. I think without that, Spain were pretty dominant. I don't look for 85% of the ball here again, but I do look for something in the 70% range, which will be enough to, to dominate enough of the ball to not allow Poland to create many chances and for Spain to win this game to nil if they do win it. Spain have won 11 of the last 14 games, despite the last game possibly putting you off. Whereas Poland, they're in poor form. They they were poor against Slovakia and they're in poor form coming in. They've only won one of the last eight and have conceded exactly twice in five of those. Fernand Torres of Manchester City has actually scored five goals in his last five appearances for Spain. If you're one of these people that are playing any fantasy games, have a look at Fernand Torres. The Poles have conceded the first goal in each of the last five away games, which this is. And Spain have now kept clean sheets in each of the last three matches. So it's difficult for me to see Spain not winning again if they do keep a clean sheet. You're getting this at plus money here at six to five in this one. So that concludes your hospital show here for on the Soccer Gambling Podcast for these second round of group games for match day two. I apologise for the sound quality. I'm trying to do this show in a hospital. I'm trying to do this show on drugs, but I didn't want to miss the show. I didn't want this Euro 2020 to be incomplete. So hopefully you find these leans useful and we'll come back with a better show for you guys next time as we look at match day three. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.